Hey y'all, it's your girl Zaria, aka Black Phoebe Hollowell, and I'm back with another podcast. So you guys, I apologize for once being late on my podcast. Again, I'm late on my podcast. My two days, I was supposed to do it on Saturday, and I was busy on Saturday, so I'm so sorry. I apologize about that. But this podcast, you guys, this episode, I believe we're on episode 12. If I'm not mistaken, I don't want to be incorrect. I think we might be on episode 12. But I always start off my podcast asking you guys, how are you? I know you can't answer, but I hope you guys had a good week. And I hope that it was a productive week. I honestly, right now, can't say I did anything productive. I'm not going to lie <laughs> this week. Other than I think I, I cleaned my apartment, deep cleaned my apartment, and I... I went to my friend's birthday party. I got myself out instead of staying inside. I'm trying to get out. I'm trying to do more this summer. I'm trying to have a hot girl summer. So, you guys, this podcast is going to be about, like, I'm first I'm just going to give a little freestyle and talk about some things. And then I'm going to just talk about, like, bacteria vaginosis. And we're going to have a girl's talk. Let's have a girl's talk. Like, let's. I mean, like, let's talk. Like, let's, let's have a girl's talk. We're going to talk about, like, just, like, my experience with, you know, bacteria vaginosis and, like, the aftercare of sex and the things that you should do during sex. I'm going to talk about these things. So, <clears throat> I'm going to start off my freestyle. How many of y'all watched that damn versus with Omarion in, um... Versus Mario. I did not watch it yet. And I looked to see like on YouTube. That's just like four hours long. I'm like bro. I'm gonna have to plan out one of my off days. And just watch watch the whole thing. Which is freaking crazy. But I'm not gonna make a long video. Because I already know I have nowhere to upload it. And if I'm squinting it's because I wear glasses. But let me tell y'all. Okay so freestyle. Um. Well, the BET Awards came on yesterday. Look like that shit's trash. If you're not familiar, like I said, I try every podcast. I try to explain to any of my listeners who are not, you know, a targeted demographic or whatever that I'm talking about. I want to, you know, make sure you guys are understanding the BET Awards, the Black Entertainment Awards, and they have it every year, but it's been lacking ever since, like, probably like 2010 like BT words hasn't been good like at all like <laughs> it just hasn't been good at all like it's not good anymore I don't know it's just not good I'm just gonna hold my uh microphone up so I think I just want to talk about like my experience with like bacteria vaginosis and like aftercare and stuff like that and how to like you know, you know, be a good, you know, make sure everything is good down there and everything. And I know a lot of people do, like, women, like, chats about, like, the vagina and shit, but they don't be, they don't, they don't, I don't know, they don't be talking. Right, I'm, hold on, I'll put my damn thing down. Okay, so, I think I can say I've been sexually active for about, like, seven years now. I lost my virginity at 18. I lost it at the right age because there's people who, no offense, no trying to, not trying to judge, not trying to throw anything, but there was people who was like fucking when we was in middle school, like we was supposed to be 
We were supposed to be going to class and eating the nasty-ass snacks that Michelle Obama was forcing us to eat. But instead, there was people who was, like, popping their little underage cooter, like, in the fucking locker rooms and stuff. I was like, oh, my God, I cannot, I, I cannot relate to this. I can. I was on my vampire diary. I was trying to pop my cooter to some vampire diary. I was not, I was not in that mental state to be doing stuff at a young age. And I... 100% advocate only for people to have sex when they're when they turn 18. Even 18, I feel like 18 is still young. You're not even mentally grown. Like, you're still a child, in my opinion. I still feel like a child at 18. But I already gave y'all my virginity story. If you're not familiar, please tune in to my other podcast episodes. I believe it's, like, episode... Probably, like, my episode 5. I can't remember. Okay, so... My experience with, like, bacteria vaginosis. Okay, so I've never experienced anything into, well, that's why. When I lost my virginity, I got a UTI because I didn't use the bathroom after sex. And I want you guys to realize, you gotta freaking use the bathroom after sex. You cannot just... The movies that we saw is so fucking fake. Like, the movies that we've been watching our whole life where they just have sex and then go to bed and wake up, hair tossle, all that. That's a lie. Sex is preparation. Sex is you need to, you need to, you, you know, you need to drink water. Hold on, something on my phone. You need to drink water before sex and after because you have to force yourself to pee. If you're really a girl who's taking care of your body after sex, you need to... Force yourself to pee. Sex is preparation. Sex is not like, oh, we, y'all get fucked in the damn, the hotel room and y'all fall asleep. Like, no, like, movies have lied to us. Movies lied to us, okay? You need to, <laughs> you need to, like, take care of yourself, okay? So I got my first UTI when I was, like, 18. When the first time I ever had sex, I got a UTI because the dude... If you remember in my previous podcast, I said he had a girlfriend. He wasn't even trying to let me, like, search around the apartment. He wouldn't let me use the bathroom. So I got my first UTI. Cured that. Never had it. Well, you know, never had really had a UTI ever again. So when I started experiencing, like, bacterial vaginosis, when I got on my partner that I had for two years. I didn't sleep with nobody else for two years. And it was him, the one who died, my ex that died. But he slept with all the lost ends behind my back. So, if you're not familiar, bacterial vaginosis is the imbalance of the bacteria in your vaginal flora. A lot of people don't really know these things about their vagina. Like, the vagina has a flora. It's basically like the bacteria. The vagina has good and bad bacteria. The vagina has the good bacteria. If I'm not pronouncing none of these things right, I don't care. Don't judge me. I'm pronouncing them the way I tried to learn on YouTube. The vagina consists of two different bacteria. Well, it's, the vagina consists of a whole bunch of bacteria, but like the two main names is the lactobacillus bacteria and then a gardnerella. The vagina has to have good and bad, bad bacteria, but basically, bacterial vaginosis, the overgrowth of the bad bacteria, like it, it, it becomes an imbalance. Um. I've done a YouTube videos on this, on like my experience and what I've learned and how I try to manage my body and how I try to manage, you know, reoccurrence of bacteria vaginosis. So this, and this podcast is for my black and my Hispanic girls, because 
my black and brown girls, because we are the number two, number one and two demographic that have bacterial vaginosis. I've done my studies and black and Hispanic women get bacterial vaginosis more than white and Asian people. So white, a white and Asian, well, I'm going to say people, women, whatever. I'm not going to say women because, you know, men can get it too, you know, if you're not, you know, cisgender. But, um, like, yeah, so my, okay, so I started doing my research. So the first time I started experiencing it was probably a few months into having sex with my sexual partner that died. I didn't experience it at first. I just started experiencing it. I, I think when I started experiencing it, he was fucking other people. Like, he's mixing bacteria, he's throwing off my vaginal flora, he's fucking me up, all these things. So what happened was, my first time I experienced it, I never, like, I never, like, had, like, the really over-drastic symptoms. Like, I never had the symptoms where it's, like, discharge and all that. The only thing, the only symptom that I had was I had a ticklish feeling in my gut. It was hard. It's hard to explain, but it's like a ticklish feeling. Like it's very hard to explain. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like it's very hard to explain. I kept complaining. Like I just feel this ticklish feeling. I had no odor. I didn't smell. Like because the bacterial vaginosis, the odor. I mean, the symptoms can be you know like a fishy odor. You can have discharge, and you can also have that ticklish feeling. But that was the. I only had one symptom. Only one symptom, which was, the, which was the ticklish feeling. And I never, nothing else, like, was happening. So what happened was I went to my nurse at the time. I go to, I get checked out a lot. I get tested regularly. I get my pap smears. I get all of that thing. I got a whole bunch of tests. But so I get, I get tested a lot, like, by different people. I go to Planned Parenthood. I go to the local clinic. Went to the hospital. All those things. So... What happened was when I kept experiencing this ticking, ticklish feeling, I was like, okay, I need to go to the doctor. So I, you know, I'm doing my research and all these things. So I went to, what happened was I went to, um, I went to my nurse practitioner at the local Inglewood clinic, which is so fucking stupid because they, honestly, these whores don't know what they're doing. The nurse practitioner. I mean, she's a really nice woman, but that whore kind of fucked me over. So what happened was she was, she had to start giving me like all types of fucking medicine and not giving me a vaginal exam. Cause when you, when you are experiencing symptoms of bacterial vaginosis or yeast infection, they need to give you a fucking vaginal exam. I don't care what they'll say. They need to just, they need to just think what it is because yeast infection, the discharge of a yeast infection is more cottage cheese. And then like a, a bacterial vaginosis discharge is different. They need to give you a vaginal exam to just think what is going on. But she didn't do that. I was just telling her my symptoms. I was just saying, like, I don't have this heart. I don't have this. I just have, you know, this ticklish feeling. And then she just gave me a, she gave me a pill that's for yeast infection, a diflucan, if I'm not, you know, saying it correct. Um... So it's diflucan when it comes, that's for yeast. That's, you know, yeast is an anti- like, that's, like, an anti-fungal, like, pill or whatever. And yeast is just, like, the overgrowth of the, um, the, like, the basically, like, the fungal thing. I can't pronounce it right, like, candida or whatever, but, like, that's what yeast is. So, like, it, you need to tell me which one it is. 
So what happened was she prescribed me the form, the, the uh, tablet form of metronazole. Metronazole is an antibiotic that treats bacterial vaginosis. But a lot of people complain about the taste. It's disgusting. It tastes like metallic. It doesn't taste good. It makes you want to vomit. Like, it's not a good antibiotic. But, like, this is common sense if you're into science. Antibiotics don't discriminate which bacteria they kill. So, metronazole can really fuck you over and make your bacteria vaginosis work because now it's killing bacteria and it's not... It's not fucking discriminating. I mean, it's like you're not discriminating what bacteria is killing. Now it's killing your good bacteria. And now you're having even a more imbalance in your vaginal flora. So I think what happened was I didn't finish my round of metronazole because it's fucking dis- tasted disgusting. It was, dis- I did not want to finish it. And what happened was I went back to, the, I kept going back to the lady and I was like, yeah, like I'm still having this chicken feeling. I don't want to take this medicine, though. It's disgusting. And I kept telling her, like, oh, I think there's, like, a, a topical gel, like, form. There's a topical gel form of metronazole that you can take and you insert it in your, and you insert it into you, like, intervaginally. Intervaginally means that you're going to enter the medicine into your vaginal canal and, like, just push it in. It's the same way with the, if you're not familiar with monostat. Monostat is like the cream that you can put in treat yeast infection. They have like a five to seven day, three days. They have three days, five days, seven days, if I'm not mistaken. And it's the same thing. So I kept asking her, can she give me the gel? But she kept saying like, oh, I don't really like, you know, I really don't like agree with like the gel because it causes yeast infection and it causes more things to happen. I'm like, girl, the motherfucking nasty ass pills was terrible, girl. If you don't give me goddamn motherfucking gel, like, <laughs> so for a long time, I was just like, that ticklish feeling would not go away for a while. When I tell you that shit, the, it would not go away for a while. I was experiencing that shit for a while. And so what happened was, you know, even it started to get to a point where sex was uncomfortable and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, this is not working. And a lot of people don't realize, like, a lot of women, when it comes down to our woman problem, people act like they want to be ashamed of what's going on. We're all fucking human. We're women. We have vaginas. Not all women have vaginas, but women. We have, you know, cisgender women have vaginas. And, like, shit going on, it's, it happens. Like, shit happens, okay? Not all cisgender, Lord. Not all cisgender women have vaginas either. The point is, Someone who has a vagina is going through this problem, okay? Because trans men also go through these problems too. But this is all, you know what? This is for my trans men too. Like, if you're experiencing this, this is for you too, boo. This is for you. So, it's like, it's a situation like that really can get out of control if you don't treat it. It's so fucking annoying. So, what happened is, what happened is I got to the point where I just went to the doctor. My I went to the doctor on my dad's like account on my dad insurance, and I um and then what happened was the lady confirmed she finally gave me a fucking vaginal exam, and she swabbed me. She did my wet mount test. So if you're not familiar, a wet mount test is when they swab your discharge. When they swab your discharge to test it to see if there's clue cells, 
clue cells can indicate that you have bacteria vaginosis. So she, they gave me, they, they swapped them, you know, my discharge came back and said that it did test for bacteria vaginosis. So I'm like, okay, so what what the doctor described me, the metronazole gel, like, bitch, yes. The, I told, oh, that's what happened. I told her, like, I told the doctor, please do not give me the fucking tablet. Is there anything else that you can treat me with? Because the fucking tablet tastes like fucking pennies. It's disgusting. I don't want to, I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> I don't want to do that shit. And I was like, this shit is just so fucking nasty. I'm not doing it. So she gave me the jail. So what happened was the metronazole jail fucking worked. I didn't have that fucking tickless feeling. I was feeling fine. Then I had sex with my fucking ex again. Let me tell you guys, men are the problem. Men are the problem. You can literally, you can literally like get rid of your bacteria vaginosis. The moment you fuck up and get with a man, they fuck. Men don't fucking, men, you need to clean your fingernails. If you're gonna, if you're gonna finger a woman, you need to, you need to brush your teeth if you're going to go down on a woman. Our vaginas are sensitive. Our vaginas are very fucking sensitive. Please do your part on your side of sex. Do this. Like, you need to fucking mouthwash. You need to do all these fucking things for your partner if they have a vagina. Okay? If you need to do all these damn things for them. So, <laughs> what happened was I had my first reoccurrence of bacteria vaginosis again, and I just it seemed like it was nothing that will help. Nothing seemed to help. A lot of people they tell you to they tell you to, to drink apple. There's, let me tell you all the remedies that everybody would say on the internet. All I did research, like I probably went on like a hundred pages about bacteria vaginosis. Just try anything about the vagina. So they say drink apple cider vinegar. They say bathe in apple cider vinegar. Deuce with baking soda. I was told to deuce with baking soda, but it's not a permanent solution. It's just alleviating. It alleviates it. It doesn't fucking solve the problem. They say baking soda will work. They say drinking, you know, hell, they say drinking raw cranberry juice will help. Anything that don't have sugar, mind this, because sugar grows bacteria. If you're if you're if you are suffering from a yeast infection and you're suffering from bacteria vaginosis, please do not eat sugar. And it's fucking hard, and I know it's hard not to eat sugar, but please don't fucking eat sugar because I and this is this is calling my ass out too because I I love sugar and I I mean I don't like sweet. I love sugar but not sweet. Like I really can't eat sweets like that no more. But like I if I do eat sugar, it's like damn I can't eat this shit because you need to let your body fucking relax and just stop this shit. So. You guys, so what happened is, um, during my reoccurrence, you know, it, like I said, all these remedies, nothing was working. So what happened, I started taking, I started taking, um, I started taking, uh, a motherfucker, uh, ham, I'm sorry, what was, <laughs> oh yeah, so I started taking probiotic pills, and you can get probiotics that are that, original, that, um, that specialize in vaginal health, or you can get probiotics that, um, that, you know, specialize in gut, in gut health, because lactobacillus is not only in the vagina, it's also in your gut, it's in your digestive system, it's, it's the bacteria that's all throughout, like, the, you know, the vaginal and the gut and the, all of that, whatever, so, I got the vaginal ones, and what happened was, 
I was so desperate to get rid of this feeling, this particular feeling that I was taking two instead of one. And when you take probiotic, you're only supposed to take one tablet. I was doubling it. And mind this, your mind this, like all the lactobacillus that's in that tablet is not in your vagina, in your vaginal flora. So they also said that taking probiotics would probably make it worse because now you're entering different, another type of bacteria into your vaginal flora. If you're, because there's certain type of lactobacillus that's in the vaginal flora. Like I also did studies that the, like the bacteria in the vagina of a Hispanic and black woman is way different from the vaginal flora of a white and Asian lady. And I try to be like, oh, well, maybe it's like it's the shit that we eat. As a black and brown woman, we do specialize in more spices in our food. I was like, maybe it's something to do with us, like what we eat. Like, you know, like we also, we do have harmful, like, ways of taking care of ourselves. We are, like, very clean people. Black and Hispanic women are very clean people. We are very much into hygiene, but it gets to the point where it's toxic. Because due to the black smell myth, like, about, like, about like saying that black people smell, we are so much into our hygiene. We have to be like, oh, we got to do stuff to make ourselves smell good. But it starts infecting us. Like like Johnson Johnson, you know, with the vaccine. I didn't want to fucking take the Johnson Johnson vaccine for COVID because I'm like, Johnson Johnson? The Johnson Johnson that caused a lady to get cervical cancer? But then again, she was putting the powder in her pennies and it caused her to get cervical cancer. Like I think their powder consists of talcum in their powder. They put talcum in their powder. So uh, black women do have these harmful hygiene methods like douching. Like I've seen people douche before. You're not supposed to douche because you're pushing bacteria up into your vagina. Don't douche. Don't douche. There's also another remedy where they say that work like boric acid, boric acid, and then the people's like, how are you putting boric acid in your vagina when boric acid is used to kill roaches? So I'm like, bro, there's so many methods that I was like, oh my god, it seems like it's hard. It's like nothing that's gonna ever cure this. It seemed like nothing. So I was doing my research. I was, you know, doing all these research. So what I also found out is, I did a research. That vitamin D deficiency is also a cause of bacterial vaginosis. And, and black women are the number one to have vitamin D deficiency, which sounds fucking stupid because we're black and we got melanin. So you're like, we have, we don't have no vitamin D? What? Like, we suffer from vitamin D deficiency. If you are a black woman or you are a brown woman, take your fucking vitamin D. That's also a reason. So I started taking vitamin D, uh, D3 pills and it, I saw a difference in my, you know, reoccurrence, like, it wasn't as worse, the ticklish feeling went away, but shit happens, like, if the moment I go back to my ex, that's when it came back, so what happened was, probably, this, we're in, like, a year 2018, so this was going on for months, and I kept going to Planned Parenthood, I was going to so many doctor offices, trying to, you know, get my situation, trying to get my flora back intact, they, and at the one point, I went to Planned Parenthood, and they were telling me that that my that I didn't even have bacterial vaginosis. Like I went to plan and when I this is after I started taking the probiotic, y'all. So I went now I'm going to Planned Parenthood because I don't even go to the nurse practitioner Inglewood because I felt like she wasn't doing nothing. So I start going to Planned Parenthood multiple times 
and they give me my wet mount test. And when I did my wet mount test, the lady was saying that I didn't have any clue sales. She's saying that nothing was coming back. And the fact that she said that she saw too much good bacteria. Y'all, let, let me pause real quick. Let me put, I wish I could put the chapter in the closet sound like, like, what do you mean? I have good, too, good, too much good bacteria in my vaginal floor. That don't even sound right. And she was like, you know what you need to do is you need to allow your body to go back to a normal state. You've been taking two lactobacillus fucking pill when you're only supposed to be taking one and you're over, she was basically, I was overdosing myself on good bacteria. And I was like, yo, like, girl, I was outside crying at the Planned Parenthood because I was like, what do you mean I'm taking too much, like, good, like, what do you mean? So when you have too much good bacteria, it's called cytolic, if I'm not pronouncing that right. It's, hold on, y'all, I gotta, I gotta search it up to see what, it, how to spell it. Because she gave me a, literally a pamphlet of what it means, cytolic. Vaginosis. And I think I'm pronouncing it wrong. It's it's cytolytic. Cytolytic vaginosis is a vaginal condition that involves an overgrowth of the lactobacilli bacteria. So it's a thing. I Google it and everything. And so I'm like, oh my God. I kept trying to Google. I'm like, so what kills good bacteria? If I have now, at first I had a bad an overgrowth of bad bacteria. Now I have an overgrowth of good bacteria. And I'm like, oh my God, just let my coochie go back to normal. I'm like my vaginal flora just needs to breathe. And that's what they were saying. They were saying that I don't have bacteria vaginosis. They kept testing me multiple times. They said, you don't have bacteria vaginosis. I'm like, bitch, like, what? Like, I was like, bro, I could, nothing was helping. Nothing was helping. So mind this, I can't remember who gave me to Nazanol. I don't know who the hell. Okay, I can't remember. It's been a while, but all I know is I took three different things. So the three antibiotics that can treat, like, that can treat, um, like, bacteria vaginal is to Nazanol, if I'm not pronouncing that right metronazole and then um what's that other one clematisin there we go clematisin clematisin also you get I'm, like i said y'all if i'm pronouncing these damn medicines wrong whatever clematis look clematis yeah clematisin clen madison club I can't remember which one gave me the fucking well actually i, I can't remember who the fuck prescribed me to nazanol but that shit made me fucking vomit. I couldn't even finish that shit. Like, I, I, that's also, that's also a fucking uh, bacteria. I mean, an antibiotic that treats uh, uh, trichomosis. I, you look, I'm saying these wrong. I'm saying these damn names. I'm saying these damn fucking words wrong. But it also treats an STD called trichomosis. Hold on, y'all. Y'all gotta Google this. If I'm pronouncing this wrong, I'm probably pronouncing it trick of, is he my pronouncing trick of my moan the motuses? If I'm if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Hold on, y'all. Y'all know I'm, look, I ain't a doctor. I don't know. Tenazidol. But yeah. Tenaz like to tenazidol, like metronazole, is prescribed as a single 2G oral dose for the treatment of trichomosis. For bacterial vaginosis, tenazidol 
is a 2G once daily for two days. Yeah, that's what happened, y'all. The moment I put that shit in my mouth, I vomited. I was like, yo, it was worse than matching. I don't know what that bitch tasted like, but it was fucking terrible. And I did not want to try that shit. I, I gave up. I can't even remember who even prescribed me that. Honestly, I think it was the fucking doctor. Or it was like the nurse practitioner. I can't even remember who prescribed me that shit, but it was nasty. And then, finally, at the end of, like, 2018, y'all, I finally, like, just, like, got the courage just to go farther out of, like, Los Angeles. I mean, I, I was still in Los Angeles County, but I, like, went farther out to, like, seek out help for the reoccurrence of bacterial vaginosis. So what happened was I went to a clinic that was in, like, one of the hospitals where my fucking parents met, and they... I told her, like, yo, so I've been having a reoccurrence of bacterial vaginosis. I am, you know, my symptoms is just, like, a ticklish feeling and, like, like I can say, uncom- like, I don't know, like, discomfort during sex. And she was like, yo, I don't see anything wrong. She was like, people see clue cells and they over, they misdiagnose you just because they saw, like, two clue cells. They was like, just because you saw, like, a little bit of clue cells doesn't mean you got bacterial vaginosis. So I was telling her, like, the the first fucking person to ever even subscribe me nothing, I was talking about the nurse practitioner Inglewood, I'm like, she didn't even examine me. She was just throwing shit at me. And who knows, she could have probably possibly killed my fucking vaginal floor by prescribing me metronazole and not giving me a fucking vaginal exam. Like, I was like... You probably possibly could have done that to me, but y'all, I don't know. So what happened was, see, they tested me, and just because they saw the clue cell, they gave me clematidine. And clematidine, like I said, is one of the antibiotics that treat bacterial vaginosis or vaginal infections. And girl, when I tell you that shit was terrible, that shit gave me the worst fucking yeast infection ever in my fucking life. I was like, oh my god, like. Yeah, it can get to the point where these antibiotics can give you a yeast infection. That's why when I noticed that whenever my friend suffers from, you know, one of these situations, bacterial vaginosis, that the doctor prescribes them the antibiotic and then gives them the diflucan pill for the yeast infection because it will cause you to have a fucking yeast infection. So, like, being a fucking, I might as well say being a woman because I do not want to dismiss anybody who isn't, who doesn't identify as a woman who has, a, you know, the vagina, and I don't want to dismiss anybody, but having that female anatomy part is so fucking terrible, like, it's so hard to, <laughs> to deal with, and men just fuck everybody, and they just do whatever they want with their little dangling, and we really be suffering, we really be suffering with all these different things that we have to do, and I don't care what anybody say, I don't want any, I hate that women will shame another woman and call her dirty and be like, oh, she's dirty, she's this, no, you can get bacterial vaginosis from just a bath, it's anything can throw off your vagina, eating too much sweet, anything, it don't matter what you do, everybody suffer from it, stop acting like you're higher than someone because you claim that you never suffer from it, Mind this, bacterial vaginosis can be asymptomatic. You can be having bacterial vaginosis and not experiencing symptoms. So relax and pipe down and don't shame other women. Like, we all are going through it. Don't shame other people, other women for going through what they're going through. So I, if anything, I try my best to help everybody out when they're suffering from it. Because I'm like, I understand what it feels like. So after I got that fucking clematis, that was around like December 2018, 
it gave me a horrible yeast infection, and then I took a yeast infection pill, and like, I felt like I was like, you know, kind of better. But I still like to this day, it, anything slightly can throw off my vaginal flora, anything. But like I said, y'all I was doing everything. I tried my best to take vitamin D3. I I be slacking on it. I just recently started taking vitamin D3 again. Somebody gave me some herbs. Shout out to her. She gave me some vitamin D. And that's because it's so fucked up because literally pills are so expensive. Like vitamins are so expensive. Like it's so hard to even take care of yourself and be healthy when everything that you need is not accessible to you. And it's so fucking expensive. Like what the hell? Like, it's so fucking terrible. Like, it's so terrible. And it just, y'all, like I, like I said, everything. I was, hell, there's methods that people say put yogurt up there. They say just to insert yogurt vaginally. They say insert a garlic club vaginally. They say I tried the vitamin D deficiency whole thing. Like, they said since I'm lacking vitamin D, they say you can insert vitamin D intervaginally into you like with like the same thing how i mentioned the metronazole gel you get into vitamin d vaginally the plant parenthood told me to deuce with baking soda and it i could say it just alleviated it didn't it wasn't a resolution though see y'all the shit that we go through man like just as a woman but anyway let's get on to the sex care so now if you do suffer from bacterial vaginosis it's very hard to like keep it away i'm not gonna lie it's, it's going you're gonna have reoccurrences i don't care what nobody say <coughs> so i like to only have sex at my place i don't even like going other places and having sex because I, if i go to a, a man's place i feel like awkward i'm like oh can i use the bathroom i need to use the bathroom like i gotta pee bitch like i don't not like it get to the point whenever i would have sex with, like with my ex in a car or something I would fucking pee on the side of the road. Like, I have to pee. I have to pee. I'm not about to get another UTI. I have to take care of myself. So, with vaginal care, you guys, you're not even supposed to put fucking soap down there. You're not, you're, the vagina is self-cleaning. All that summer's eve, all that shit that everybody's putting down there, don't do that shit. You're not supposed to put fucking summer's eve, all that shit. I've never saw the appeal of summer's eve. I never saw the peel the fucking badger cell. It didn't it don't smell good. It don't look like it worked. Like I never saw that peel. So you're supposed to just clean the outside, the labia. Like you're supposed to clean the outside external part of your vagina. Not you're not supposed to be putting all that shit in there. Honestly, with the with this discussion, we can get into the honey pot. Cause I tried the honey pot and it never worked for me. I even got the scented of wash where it was like unscented. Because scented stuff can really throw off a, a sensitive vagina, like whole flora off. And it's funny because everybody was talking about how the honey pot changed their ingredients and how it sucks now. I'm like, that shit always sucks. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. Shout out to you. It's a black owned company and I did try to support it. I tried to, I still promote it and shit because it, just because it doesn't work for me, doesn't mean it don't work for you. Hey, I'm just saying, it could probably work for you. But the honey pot did not fucking work for me. I tried their fucking vat, their fucking. Bora acid. Also, there's another brand. It's another brand. It's like a white owned brand. I can't remember what the name was, but they also have Bora acid, and Bora acid never worked. None of that shit worked, right? No, honestly, I've tried my best. Like, like even right now, I'm trying my best. To, like, drink a whole bunch of water and try not to deal with this fucking shit. But back to what I was saying, care. So with the vagina, you're not supposed to fucking put soap 
and all that shit. I like to use the white Dove soap bar just to clean my external part. And then when I when I wash my ass, <laughs> I cover my, you know, woman area. And then I do that washing of the, rec, you know, the rectal area because I don't want to push soap in that area. And I noticed that some people wipe front to back. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, I mean, you are supposed to do that front to back. You're not supposed to fucking, I mean, from the back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I saw somebody, you know, wipe like, going from the rectal area to the vagina. I was like, oh, yeah, girl, you pushing bacteria in the vagina. You need to, nah, nah, don't do that. You're not supposed to do that, girl. You're pushing bacteria up in there. Don't do that. And tell these men to freaking, tell these men to literally clean their nails, y'all. They out here eating fucking wing stop and then coming over to finger you. Tell them. That's why I'm very big on men's fingers. If your fingers look nasty, I don't know. No. Tell these men to wash their hands. I literally just told my sexual partner to wash his hands over there. I'm like, bro, you need to wash your hands. Like, no, like, no. My vagina is very sensitive and it gets very irritated easily. So everybody needs to wash their hands. Like, I'm just saying. But, okay, so I'm just saying my methods, like, that I feel like if you guys are struggling with bacteria vaginosis or yeast, Try vitamin D, the because you might, you know, have a vitamin D deficiency. Um, the apple cider vinegar bath thing, it was only a temporary relief. It wasn't a permanent solution. So if you're looking for a temporary relief, the apple cider vinegar bath might be a possibility. And basically, if like your vagina is itching and you're having discharge because your vagina is too acidy, so it's causing the itching, you need to do something that's going to alkaline that bitch. You need to do something that's going to bring it to its current balance. It's supposed to be between, hell, I don't know. I forgot the numbers, the stats. I'll be forgetting the stats. It's supposed to be between a certain amount. Your vaginal. Also, you can get, like, on Amazon. You can go to Amazon and get, like, the vaginal um, pH balance testers. I think all you got to do is you just lay the strip on the side of your vagina just to test your, like, pH balance. You need to fucking test your pH balance, too. All these things you guys need to do to maintain this cooch. And I need to maintain my cooch right now. We all need to do it. Like, after after sex, make sure you're peeing, y'all. Make sure you're fucking peeing after sex. I literally have to force myself to pee. I'm like, I gotta pee. I gotta pee. I don't want a UTI. A UTI is so annoying. It's, like, the worst fucking feeling ever. And it's weird. So, you guys, all I'm saying is, Take care of the cooch. Don't let anybody else shame you. Don't be afraid to speak on what's going on. Like, I remember, like, my coworker was telling me the other day, she was like, yeah, like, I got an ECI. And I was like, yeah, girl, like, you, you don't, you don't got to be ashamed to tell me nothing. Like, girl, we this is a judge-free zone when it comes to women's body. We are, hell, we are human. We are human, and we are dealing with this, and we all need to speak on it and, and remove the stigma around it. And I'm tired of women being like, y'all nasty. You just let anybody fuck you. And that's why you're dealing with this. Shut the fuck up. Shut up, Miss High and Mighty. Nobody cares. That's why you're a loser. You're a fucking loser. Like, stop shaming people because you know that cooch is too. So stop. Stop. Stop shaming people. We are women and we need to literally help each other out. I remember I, I made a friend in the, in the aisle of Target. Because I was like, she was on the aisle and she was saying that, like, she uses, like, Vagicel and stuff. And I was telling her, look, I don't, I wouldn't suggest these things. But here's the honey pot. Try the honey pot. 
I was like, man, I thought we was cool. She unfollowed me too. Like, I thought we was cool. We met in the Coochie Alley Target. I was helping you out. And you were saying I was cool and all. But you don't want to be friends no more. Okay, dang. She, she unfollowed me. <laughs> but you guys, <laughs> my apology. <laughs> all I'm saying is take care of the coots. And that's all I have to say for this podcast. Thank you so much, you guys. Please, please. Tune in to the next week's episode Saturday. Please tune in to whatever 